Boy, am I really excited to see Woody Harrelson's carnage, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just tickled peach. I fucking feel my excitement right now. I hope the mic picked up my audible sigh. <laughs> I can't I can't wait to see him uh, in the background growing plot pot plants, because uh, that's what you know, he'll be spending this money on. <laughs> you know, you, I cannot wait for him not to be Carnage and for this. Okay. <laughs> but can he play a character that's not like the old guy who's the new hero how to do things? Oh, that's no. what he does now, right? Uh, Woody Harrelson is amazing. Really? Uh, okay, no, no, no. First of all, like, it has nothing to do with Woody Harrelson. Yeah. I love Woody Harrelson. Why the fuck like, do with Sony? Okay, for, okay. I was going to say, the, the whole movie we... seems half baked and shit, anyway. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> like, like half a suit? Half description I've ever heard of this so far. Um, it's like, let's... oh my god, let's hurry up and make this movie before we can't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, it's like, oh, 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 shit. I'm about to blow my load. Well, it might as well be Venom. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. Gary, introduce yourself after that fucking dynamite opening. <laughs> uh, that's our guest, Gary. How's it going? Where I'm, I'm Gary, where every Monday is a manic one. God damn it. Jesus Christ. Um, other guest here is Lou. Hello, I'm sitting here drinking the beer from my brewery. Pretty buzzed. Uh, I'm Connor, as usual, and Arlen and Hunter are also here. Yeah, yeah I'm, pro- I'm prolific Phantom Zone guest, Hunter Davenport. Actually, I'm Hunter Davenport. Uh, oh, so, uh... Also Hunter Davenport. <laughs> I'm Gary. I'm Gary. No, I'm Gary. No, uh, I'm it. just going to refer to you guys as white guy one through four. <laughs> no, no, I'm now Arlen. Fuck y'all. Well, I guess I'm Connor then. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. There's people who can just. I'm ooh, ooh, no so way. glad there no. are people out there willing to put up with this on a weekly basis. I want to be Lewis now. <laughs> that doesn't That's work. God damn it. Oh my god. <laughs> wow, we are on fire tonight. Um, so, I don't have a problem with Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson rocks. Nah. I don't understand why Sony is like, oh my god, we need a villain for the Venom movie. Let's go back to 1994. And grab Carnage, where well, he was cool okay. that one time, and then he wasn't. Well, all right, but Carnage is like the classic, you know, like fuck it. It was he was even on a SNES game for fuck's sake. That's the cool. That's the, that is the well, period of time I'm referring to where he was cool that one time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So that's what that's what everybody our age or older is going to be all nostalgically hard on for is Carnage. I don't know about that. Uh, I, the best thing I remember is when Century threw him into the sun, but um. Yeah, but you, you okay? But you got to be like me. Like I never read the Venom comics or anything like that. Never did it. As a matter of fact, I don't read. I can't read. But it's okay. Um, but no, you you've got to understand that like anybody that has a cursory knowledge of Venom, even in the slightest like, oh, I heard of Venom once. It always comes with carnage. Uh, but I don't want it to. Yeah, but that's that's a fair rumors, assessment, uh, though. Like, like Sony guys... has a page on Venom that they look at, and they're like, "Oh, carnage is there!" God damn it, I don't want it. Have you guys yeah. seen or heard the other rumors that like I've seen? Oh, there's possibly an anti-venom in it, or um, the 
Yeah, I've also heard Shriek. I've also heard yeah, like, the that's, like, that's always going crazy. I can't remember. That's, like, that's where I'm like, that's where I'm like, okay, no, really, sit down and think Car about this. Like, Car hybrid Shriek, and I can't remember the other two. There's a yeah, green one and a blue one. Toxin too is the other one I heard. Toxin is the blue one. I don't remember the purple one. I had all the toys because I'm that old. Carnage what? is the fucking Sonic the Hedgehog of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's essentially a character who existed solely on his design for like. And like, is and is and is too edgy it. for me because like the most famous panel of his existence is him like shredding orderlies at a mental asylum like yeah. <laughs> What's mm -hmm. the thing? I think. All right. Yeah, so you're saying back that he's not a cool character for the movie? Yeah. Woody Harrelson is great casting for Cletus Cassidy. He, he I is. Just have, I have like, like I could be dead wrong and this could be like this could be an interpretation of the character where I was like okay. I mean, yeah, if, but let's also face it. Due to the trailer, we're not even sure Venom is going to be in the movie. Yes, as we've addressed before. My favorite thing that a show on YouTube brought up, it's called Mr. Sunday Movies. They said, here's a little challenge. Pull the Venom trailer up on your phone and walk up to one of your friends that don't read comics or kind of have a, a tertiary knowledge of the entire industry. Show them that trailer and ask them what it's about. <laughs> they won't know because they don't put the it's title about... in the trailer. <laughs> I was about to say, it's about Tom Hardy trying to escape his fucking hospital gown. I'm pretty sure that one guy had like a tube of the water from Flint, Michigan, so I'm not sure. Oh, no. Oh, no. God Dude, damn it. This whole Dude. show is going to get edited out now. <laughs> yep. Look, hey, Topher Grace will always be my uh, Eddie Brock, okay? No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hashtag not my venom. I took your girlfriend, Peter. Aren't you angry? Aren't my you angry? angry, angry be mad at I'm me. going to I'm going to reuse this performance in Predators, and it will be received much better. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot the movie existed. Thank you. Yeah, that's, a much that's a much better character because, like, what happens to him is very big fitting of that character. He just gets his ass beat for the last third of that movie. He does. By, any, by nature, by fucking the Predator, both, like... I love like, Adrian both. Brody using him as a trap. <laughs> yeah, it's like, didn't both species of Predator get a piece of him? Yep. Oh. <laughs> Adrian Brody, like, straps him up to bombs. <laughs> I cannot watch... Trap. Look, I cannot watch Adrian Brody and take him seriously. Oh, then definitely oh. don't watch the latest season of Peaky Blinders because his accent. Don't tell me to. Don't tell me to not watch the latest season. I haven't watched the first oh. season. I can't take him seriously because I saw him in Grand Budapest, and every time I see him on screen, I just keep thinking, "What's the meaning of this shit?" Oh, Look, no offense to anybody or anything. I can't get past his. Really, really, just very, incredibly crooked nose. Goddamn. Well, trust me when I say, if that bothers you, if you watch the newest season, Peaky Blinders, you'll see the worst impression of Don Corleone that you have ever seen. Oh, no. Dude, it no. looks like his nose is giving stage direction. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck, I thought I was mean. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. But he looks like a... It was an amazing movie like 35 years ago, so we got to. I like. I go friends. on Arlen's Facebook and tell crazy right wingers to go the fuck away, and then you're like, "Yeah, Adrian Brody's ugly as fuck." <laughs> he is. Oh my god, it's okay to be ugly. Just embrace it. Fuck, I Fair. do every day. Like Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yes, like Steve. Like I can watch Steve Buscemi do anything. 
Even an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> this is my favorite episode we've ever done, by the way. This is, this this is, is, this is one up there. Gary, yeah, I, I want you to review Death of Stalin. Uh, two, four, six beers in. So, hey, let's nice. go. Well, that, ex- <laughs> that explains your, your Damn. intensity. And... <laughs> this is... But anyway, this is also Dude, gotta... about... This is also about rock... and his cardage. Oh, I got a rock hard hard on for him, too. Oh, whoa. Like okay. him and okay. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd fuck Steve Buscemi. Fuck it. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the hell is going on right now? But, uh, no, I think Woody Harrelson, I, I don't care what you cast him as. He's going to do a great job. He is a very... <laughs> Very he'll, good actor. Here's the thing. He'll do a great job yeah. until they cover him in ugly CGI, right. and we just hear a modulated version of his voice. The last I mean, movie. come on. Like, if comic book movies over the past 10 years have taught us anything, we're going to be covered face, neck, and chest oh, God. in ugly CGI. Probably. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, surprised. man. There's been some good CGI on... Okay, here, here's Look, here's my thing. The if they can, if the they can pull off, if they can pull off an Andy Circus level performance out of Woody Harrelson as Carnage, sure. If they can pull oh, off a God. War for the Planet of the Apes level, oh man, that would have been a much better choice for Carnage. <laughs> oh yeah, it's almost like that we could be. do this better than they could. Oh my! Uh, but Andy um, Circus could fucking play anything. That's true. He's too busy, he's too busy being Claw. I'd watch a movie if he just well, played. He has no, free time now. I'm sorry, he's too busy not existing because he's, he's an AI created by the of the film industry, okay? No, he's got a mixtape coming out. This really... <laughs> okay, the, the real worry is that we get Triple Nine, Woody Harrelson, um, which is, if you haven't seen Triple Nine, don't. You, you don't need to. Or uh, Now You See Me. Um, oh, no. No, I, I definitely did not. Or the sequel. Uh, yeah. Well, the thing is, like, it's the same director as Zombieland, so I, like... <sighs> Oh well, okay. That makes me think that he might, he might, he might bring it out. He might really like do it. Like, can I ask you guys a question? Well, yeah. I mean, his performance in Zombieland was like, like that movie was such a comedy, and then he has yeah. that turn where it's like it's the yeah. fucking saddest thing ever for a few minutes. Yeah, it's yeah. so fucking heartbreaking, and he plays it so well. Mm-hmm. Like That's I've never. That's why he's in the um, Hunger Games and Solo. Like, he gets yeah. to be that guy. He's the older, kind of, take-you-under-his-wing guy. That's mm-hmm. his role now. I guess well, zombie, zombie Land is the only zombie anything mm-hmm. that has ever made me tear up a little bit. Uh, it's one of two things zombie-related. That's because you haven't seen Train to Busan yet, have you? Oh, God, No. Okay. Ah uh, yes, that movie, will fucking, that movie will fucking shatter you. Yeah, it's, it's that movie. Pretty that movie successfully effective. creates characters. You're like, oh no, wait, stop! I like everybody here. No, no, don't do this to me. Yeah, <laughs> look, look, look. I'm to the point in my life where it's like, uh, look, my brain produces enough depression on its own. <laughs> I know what you mean. I don't need a movie to help. God, Gary, you're bringing us up and you're bringing us down. Yeah, that's right. I think that's just Gary in general. That's how. I, again, like. I mean, I'm good now at the moment. Right. We're good. <laughs> like it's like he fucking summons Chris in here for a few seconds. It like, really is. He, oh, he also kind of sounds like Chris, so it, it doesn't help. Um, but no, like, I yeah, guess the concern okay, is. I don't want to sound like anybody. Let me do this. 
All right, Dale. Come on now. What's well, all right? Let's go. God damn it. Alright, uh, so my question is, is Sony basically just making this movie to put pressure on Disney to just buy them out so that they don't do this anymore? Uh, I... It's well, possible. There's been rumors oh yeah, Sony's like, been, Sony Sony's is over there, like, Sony's over there, like, teasing them, like, I'm fucking this up. Look at me <laughs> fucking this up. I mean... I'm gonna screw it so hard. Oh my god, movie. <laughs> Like, oh, Tom Holland's gonna be in it, or is he? I don't know. And they're just, just standing like, outside, like, yeah. fucking, who's the president? Who's like, the president right to now? not exist. I mean, like, I feel like what they're doing. A- Amy Pascal's outside the Marvel offices throwing sandwiches at the throwing windows. Throwing sandwiches at the windows. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it! Please. Subway, specifically Subway, just to throw those at him. Kevin Feige just, like, rolls down his curtain. He's like, I'm not fucking doing this today. He walks into Ike's office. Ike throws a sandwich at him, too. <laughs> Look. She's Sony like, I'm on her side. Sony handling Spider-Man is the only reason I'm, uh, I have reservations about the actual fucking Spider-Man game coming out. Right. Like, wait, they've never held uh, handled okay. that right. That's right. insomnia. That's That's the Spider-Man games different. have always been pretty good. Mostly. I, like, I don't, I, like, there's, a, there's, I think there's more good Spider-Man games than bad. Like, Let's count how many good Superman games there are. Okay, stop. <laughs> Here we go. Also, the, the game well, there's no count actually. More like inverse of quality at all. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just, like I don't know why or when things there's been a drought of good Spider-Man games like Web of Shadows, um, Shadow yeah. Dimensions. Yeah. And yeah. they've had good Spider-Man games since like the first. The fuck! Season. Like I don't understand Spider-Man Two. Like, my yeah, well, honestly, playing one of their games. Well, honestly, like, let's count how many like good superhero games. In general, there are. I mean, Wolverine Origins, X Men, or X Men. That's a game. That, that's a game that is far better than it ever deserved to be because it's attached to a flaming piece of shit. I mean, it's it's a God of War <laughs> copy clone with Wolverine Dude, like, in the, it. The, the Watchmen, the Watchmen tie-in games aren't even the worst things I've ever played. They're actually kind of fun, if not completely monotonous. Yeah. Because they're just beat 'em ups where you play as Rorschach and Night Owl and you just go through and just fuck up. It's like the Warrior, just fuck up these weird ass gangs created for the Watchmen universe, like with like pipes yeah. and Mortal Kombat finishing moves. It's insane. Yeah, I was like, okay. there's a bunch of stuff we don't think of as complex stuff that it is like all the TMNT games. I I can't remember the last one that was bad. Mm. Uh, Injustice, Batman, like there's just. Anything no, that has was... to do with a movie is garbage, unless it's a Spider-Man game. Almost all the Spider-Man game is the only movie game that has ever been good. Mm. And, that has, uh... and that Wolverine game. That's like it. I feel like there are... I mean, you'd have to, like, really cherry-pick to get a good... Oh, absolutely. Because I was going to yeah. say, if, you, if we're doing, if you're doing the... the best... If we're doing the best movie tie-in game ever, it's the fucking Warriors. Everybody take a seat. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, that game was the, great. The ultimate, I have it on my PlayStation at the moment. That like, game is that fucking game. flawless. The, uh, the ultimate version of that is... Um, oh, God, movie it, tie-in the game. The Mummy uh, had a game come out. It's called Mummy Demastered, and it's just... Oh, Metroid. that was so good. It's a good game. Yeah. <laughs> it just... Um, the arcade like Aliens game. game that Colonial Marines copied and just like fucked up that's pretty good yeah that, that game is game, fun actually. but hard as fuck yep yep i well, remember as going to arcades it's programmed that way it's designed to eat your money yeah and then you play colonial marines and you're like <sighs> oh this is also designed to eat my money and it's also terrible and alan bought three copies of it i like how the number changes every time i bring it up like, <laughs> alan bought nine copies of it <laughs> Um, okay, anyways, uh... Yeah, what's next, Jerry? Woody, well, Woody Harrelson, real quick. 
The biggest problem is, like, <laughs> what if he just does Natural Born Killers again, but, like, half is good? Like, that's the... It'll look... First of all, Wait, like, he... Tom Hardy looks like he's playing it as straight as possible. Like, mm-hmm. it would just look fun. It would look like Jared Leto's Joker next to, like, fucking Christian Bale's Batman. Yeah. But see, here's the thing. It's like, have you ever seen Woody Harrelson bring the same performance to anything twice? I have, though. <laughs> That's the thing. He does have... <laughs> He, had, he does have, I mean, and Gary, you might take offense to this, what I call default southern guy who's a little bit off his rocker, uh, which is something that he could do in this movie. Uh, he's done it many times, and it's if that's his version of phoning it in. Uh, it's equivalent to John here's, Malkovich playing the guy who shouts a lot. Uh, here's, here's my thing what I want to do with him. I want to do one thing with him physically to make me like really dive into this. Give him a big fucking obnoxious red wig. Yes. Uh, I thought you were gonna say a fur coat. <laughs> <laughs> what is he? No, he's not Colin Farrell from fucking Daredevil. Okay. Oh, but that'd be pretty point? good though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, give him a bit like a Rorschach style wig. Like it's just like because I remember Cletus Cassidy having big red fucking hair. Yeah. He's just gonna. He's just gonna walk around head. whispering no a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. no. Fuck it. Just, re- no. just just recast as Jack or Haley. Forget it. It's the best. I, okay, you just made a way better casting with the action. Because he would bring it so hard. God. Because he needs the money. Recast him as that guy that was in the Bad News Bears. <laughs> All right. I mean, uh, like he's already been he's already been Rorschach and fucking Freddy Krueger. Like that's true. I think somewhere in the middle is Carnage. I mean, he was yeah. a shit Freddy Krueger. No, I I take that back. It wasn't that bad of a Freddy Krueger. That was just a terrible fucking movie. Yep. Yes, it is. Yep. God, fucking. Uh, okay. anyway, if there's it, like, I've, I've never been one of these people that's, like, really protective over a movie series. Like, oh, my God, you ruined my childhood or anything like that. But I watched that remake of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. It's. it's I think ass. I died a little inside. <laughs> Like, I think a piece of me just said, that's not my Freddy Krueger. And just (laughs) drifted off into the afterlife. (laughs) Do what? (laughs) Is is Nightmare on Elm Street your Iron Fist? (laughs) Dude. (laughs) No, Iron Fist is my Iron Fist. <laughs> Fuck any rant. Nothing quite like the end adventures of Randy Dan. Anyway, let's continue. Oh All right. My God, um, so bad. Okay. Next speed <laughs> round is we all saw that new Star Wars trailer, right? Uh, yeah, because that just fucking happened. Yeah. yeah fuck Breaking that. news. I will never watch. Like I can For me personally, I can't get into any of the spinoff series shit. I couldn't even make it through Rogue One. Right. How dare you? Yeah, I remember I'm, this. I, I know everybody says this, but it's like me. It's like, oh look, AT-ATs. I'm so rock hard for this. See, I don't like, give a no, fuck. Here's like, the thing. No, here's my thing. Like, oh my I god. I don't have my nostalgia goggles are not that thick. Like, yeah, same. I don't give a fuck about AT-ATs because AT-ATs can trip over shit and die. Yeah. Um, they're not that cool. I like the idea of seeing Star Wars from the war perspective. It's yeah. like, no, this is a fucking guerrilla unit going in to do like a, a nasty covert mission that they know they're all going to die on. Yeah. Like, well, see, I, no, I, I like the fatalism no of fucking, that movie. There's it's... no fucking space magic. There's no, it's like, it's just like, yeah, hey, this is going to be a bleak ass story. Get ready for it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden Darth Vader's a horror movie villain. Yeah. Um, he shows up seconds. and he kills everybody. 
Okay. Okay, that part was everybody. Evil, but I guess people fucking shit themselves. <laughs> you you can literally see as it ex as it starts to exit somebody's sphincter and as it ex as it no completes... like that scene produced something I never thought like he catches someone's blaster yep. bolt and then throws it at somebody else. Yep, and we it's yeah it's so it's I was so, like are uh, you fucking kidding me like yeah it's uh. Yeah, I love that movie. I lo- again, like I love how dark and fatalistic it is. And also like I really don't care about Star Wars that much, uh believe it or not. I so, love Star Wars. Yeah, I I, I, I I fell out of Me love too, with it, but like, it's, it's so hard. It's not as it's not, like I, I don't see it as like it's sacred, but come on everybody, it's not that sacred. It's allowed to change a little bit. Yeah. No, I'm cool with the changes. Like I like episode seven. I liked Force Awakens. I like uh, Last Jedi. Right. I think it's the spinoff stuff that's getting me to the point where I'm like, well, okay. And here's, and here's I mean, the, I'm the guy with the Rebel Alliance tattoo on okay, my Okay, right. No, and here's where I'm kind of with you. Like, here's where this solo gets funny for me. It's like, of all the things you could do for a spinoff movie, you went with one that like obviates any ability and like it just it screams try hard. Like, well, no, we're I doing mean, a Han Solo I mean, movie. Why the fuck would you do a Han Solo movie when you have this like giant library of shit no one's seen before? So, so here's the thing. Like, well, no, movies. Well, here's my Star thing about the Han Solo movie. They're gonna have to make him the good guy in the movie. But yeah. he yeah. wasn't the good guy until he met Luke Skywalker. That's true. Yeah, and that's okay, the thing. So... Like, the, the less I know about him, the better. Yeah, I, I exactly. agree with that. Like, he's the rogue. He's the like. Yeah. He's that dashingly handsome rogue. Yeah. You know. I like, don't. So you don't want to know about him. You don't want to know his past because he was probably a not such a great guy in the right. past. So here's the thing: I don't to make to make a solo movie compelling in any ways. He's gonna have to be the protagonist, right? And he's not gonna be a good protagonist because then it diminishes like his role in Episode Yeah Six, so, like. So, or four, my bad. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know about just that. Just in uh, episode four, because if he's the good guy, then you don't like it. Kind of negates his character arc throughout the first trilogy. So, so my understanding is that this is the movie where he becomes that guy. Which I agree, we don't need that. But this trailer, it actually gave me a little bit of optimism for this because it looks this, like it's okay, a this heist is like, movie from a from a purely marketing perspective, like. This is a fucking badass trailer. Yeah, it's a good trailer. Looks awesome. Yeah. It sounds awesome. It feel like it's it gave me that like it's a hype ass trailer. It's like there are trailers I love to death attached to movies that I would never recommend to anyone. Like Clash of the Titans. That yeah. trailer was amazing. If you can watch the movie. You're like you're like over ninety minutes. This is nowhere near as exciting as yeah. that minute and a half. Mads Mikkelsen <laughs> shows up. That's cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> I call it Mads Watch. If you want to know where Mads shows up, <laughs> that's what he asked ask me, uh, Mr. Mr. Mads. Uh, <laughs> Valhalla Rising, everybody. Uh, I love both of those movies, by the way. The <laughs> just I, I, Men and awesome. Chicken. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like this, A space heist movie is something we haven't seen before. Uh, and that's the thing. Like I don't care about Star Wars at all altogether. I don't give a fuck about the canon. They promised a space heist movie. Right. And this was my problem with Rogue One, is that I was thinking it was going to be like, oh, this is a space spy movie. It kind of was, though. It was. It was. It it very much was. I was was looking for a very sort of, like, 
on the grounds, like you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, obviously it's Star Wars. You know, it's can I can I make a comparison? Fantasy sci-fi. But what I was looking for was like a hardcore. You were looking for Winter Soldier in space, weren't you? Here's the Little thing. Bit. It's Cappy. Yeah, let's make that movie. So here's the thing. My, <laughs> here's the thing, Gary. I don't disagree with you. My biggest problem with that movie is it's too light, and it should have been darker. Um, and they spent it should have spent more time developing the characters. I can should have killed everyone faster. But see, the problem is, I don't mind it not being like super dark. I mean, you can have your jokey moments and shit like that's no, star wars that's so, always been star that's not wars. what i mean i mean like so the stuff that you're t- talking about like the on the ground shit and the like real like heavy spy stuff that stuff is too i don't want to say too smart but it's too like it's too above a kid's head and kathy kennedy seems like completely convinced that this movie needs to be for like all these movies need to be for four-year-olds <laughs> I think well, if they Kathleen did, if they did that, they would do it on TV. I like how, I like how fucking backhanded <laughs> that is. It's like, these movies have to be for kids. I just yeah. fucking watched Kylo Ren put a lightsaber through someone's fucking face. Right. Don't try yeah. to tell me these movies are for kids. <laughs> but the thing is, cut a man in half. But, but you never have to... To be fair, way, though, they are supposed to at least be family movies. Yeah. I just don't yeah, agree with that. I think the spinoffs should be dark as fuck. loves Kylo, so... Yeah, like, yeah. Revenge, Revenge of the Sith, like, whole third act revolves around, like, murder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Straight up assassinations. Which, and which is why that is the say, best movie of the whole, like, prequel trilogy. The spinoffs like, should just be that. The spinoffs should just be that. I've said many times, I want the movie with, not Jin, but who's the guy? I can't remember his name. Uh, Kyle fucking... Karn? No. Uh, well, Diego God? Luna? Diego Luna. Like, I want the movie of him just fucking killing dudes. Like, him just, yeah. like, spying on people and just, like, oh, well, I guess you're going to be a problem. And see, but that's see, I why don't need I, all I wish, see, and here's the thing, I wish this solo movie was, like, maybe actually a Kyle Katarn movie, because, like, a rebel spy who used to be an Imperial going up against a top-secret Imperial weapon that's designed to just commit genocide. Like, mm-hmm. the was basically meant to go into a rebel base and kill anything that moved. Yeah. yeah I see, but my thing still, is, like... Uh, <laughs> I think the tone should have been more of like a 1960s James Bond movie. I, I, I also agree with that too. Like I would have been into that as well. But like, and the other thing about this whole movie is that like, if we're gonna go with something we know, the comics are like kicking doors down with how fucking good their interpretation of Darth Vader is. Mm-hmm. Why don't you let us spend more time with him, please? Like on screen. And please adopt his fucking sassiness from the page, because oh my god, uh, he's like a he's like a fucking I don't even he's like a uh, a superior mom. Like he just has a fucking (laughs) back chat for every goddamn thing someone has to say. Can I say one thing? I would say the big thing is that like you gotta forget, you gotta remember that they're doing how many people have been signed on to do live action movies slash shows for them. John Favreau, yeah. the guys from Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. you're going to get these things, I feel like, especially from the dudes of Game of Thrones. Like, mm-hmm. maybe they're not for the theaters. Maybe for they're for, like, the streaming service that we all know is coming. Mm-hmm. And to me, Solo is kind of like the Star Wars um, Jack Sparrow. That's why I'm uh, expecting from this movie. That's oh. fair. That's fair. Okay. I don't know if that's good. That's but... a Disney movie. It's mm-hmm. like a guy. It's going to be like then a let's, lovable scoundrel. Then let's please, let's plead for the love of God, leave it at one and not oversaturate. <laughs> I, I don't think, that, I don't think they're going to make one over corner. Can you, can you imagine the balls on them to be like, Solo, uh, Star Wars, Solo, or whatever the fuck it is. Part two. 
because mm. of how big he is. Yeah. I think if you get that, I do not think we're going to get a solo two. No. Yeah, I could see it. And could... here's the thing, like, people, like, I'm glad the Boba Fett movie didn't happen because we don't fucking need a movie about Boba Fett. Like, no. Boba Fett is also something that the less you know about him, the cooler he is. True. Also, yeah. I don't He's want this. Clone. I don't no, want no, this. no, 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 I'm sorry. Fuck that. Boba Fett was never all that cool. The best thing he had going for him was the design. That's Give this man that's an award. He is, he is still the guy that accidentally, accidentally <laughs> got knocked into the fucking Starlight pit. So are you saying Boba Fett is the Sonic the Hedgehog of Star Wars? No, that I'm said, saying, if he uh, shows up in the Obi-Wan movie, I will be all in. <laughs> because he's perfect for that. And that's that... the problem, is that, is that all these all this tertiary property, like video games, comic books, and toys, made him cooler than he is on screen. True. So it's like they, it's like Harley Quinn effect. Like she Or oh, Captain yeah. Phasma. Um, yeah, something like, yeah. Like, it's like, have, have you, Boba Fett. Have you ever watched the like the behind the scenes stuff and like you see a picture of the guy that played Boba Fett? It, I swear to God, it looked like uh, Napoleon Dynamite's older brother. Yeah, well, there were like five <laughs> guys like, who played really Boba Fett. Everything also. For me. It was it was the late seventies, early eighties. Mm-hmm. But that ruined everything for me. It was like, <laughs> as soon as he took that helmet off, he's like, "You're just jealous that I'm meeting chicks online." Yeah. Um, What's the name of the well, guy like, who was the Rancor trainer? I was always, I always thought he was cool. I never thought Boba Fett was cool. But I thought he was. Look, if anything needs a fucking like, it's the Rancor like origin movie. It, no, if anything needs an origin movie, it's the fucking Rancor. Like, oh shit, let's see yeah. How it grew up. I want to know how that Rancor got into Jabba's. Into Yo, Jabba's actually, cell. here's something. Here's something else I'd rather see over a solo movie. Uh, a Riddick ripoff of Planet Full of Rancors. There you go. Boom. Oh, yes. Pay money. Yes. Money, I like in uh, Knights of the Old Republic, that one level. Yes. The yes. <laughs> I really thought you were going to say uh, Salacious Crumb and why he thinks everything is you know. funny. Oh, that chick just died. They could just uh, remake half of Godfather 2 with Jabba, and I'd, I'd watch that. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. There's so much rich history, like with the books, and the comic books, the Star Wars. They can go in a million places. Which yeah, they are. How many? Like I said before, like how many people have signed up to do true streaming live action stuff? All I want is I want a Knights of the Old Republic and I want a Legacy. Yeah. So if you guys have never read Legacy, stop this and go read Legacy. It is amazing. And see, I want to see Old Republic stuff that doesn't revolve around prequel stuff anymore because the mm-hmm. Old Republic, like way before this, uh, this the any any roots for the Empire you know, we're around, like, I think it was far more interesting, because, like, now that we kind of have a retrospective look on that, the Jedi and the Sith, like, I think it makes everything twice as fascinating, because you're like, all oh, of this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> Well, to be fair, all of it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but, like, with, like, Luke's, like, revelation that, like, yeah, the Force is kind of, like, there's no light and dark, and all this fighting has been for nothing. See, oh, I like... It's a religious I, war. Dude, yeah, I love... Yeah, it's a fucking insane religious war. But I like that idea. And I love the Jedi is like, we must balance out the Force by wiping out the other side. Balance. Yeah, because that's what balance <laughs> is. Good job, right. See, see, I, I like the, uh, uh, I guess, spoiler alert. Uh-huh. Uh, Luke Skywalker being like, no, fuck it. We just need to wipe out all of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Light, dark, fuck it. That's, that's everything that's wrong with the entire universe is that we're we're pigeonholing ourselves into light and dark. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. say you would probably really like Legacy because there's the light, the dark, and then they have the 
the Imperial Knights, which are gray, and they're oh. um, no. so they're in between. It has it has interesting concepts with the whole thing. Yeah, they they're like out. yeah, they're like nothing is good or evil. It just is. Yeah, mm. which is what the Force is. It's just a tool. Right. It's, it's like it's I a mean, bunch it's of like... microscopic little things that live in every single. But I think Luke Skywalker in uh, Last Jedi was getting to the right point, which was like, look. You know, we've been categorizing things in light and dark. You know, we're, we're it's very, you know, just very. It's all, uh, what's the word? Uh, it's like is um, that the force was always there. They just built a religion around it. Like yeah. right, but like, but you know, most people, even light and dark, sort of fall in the middle. Like there's this gray area to the force. Yeah, that's why the Skywalkers are so interesting because yeah, they're bloodline well, managers that walk on both sides. Well, but, but what he said is the idea of like Buddhism, which is like everyone always takes this idea of karma, like you always want to have good karma. But in like traditional Buddhism, you want to have a zero karma. If you have good karma, you come back when you die in a better station. If you have bad, you come back in a negative station. But the idea is to right. reach a middle ground where you had zero effect in all life and you just were, and then you reach Nirvana. That's kind of what they were getting at. They kind of turned to this. Uh-huh. Buddhist thing, which was what the first, the original trilogy was kind of the Jedi and Sith were more religion as opposed to the science, you know, bullshit that uh, Lucas did in the prequels. Thanks, George. <laughs> oh come on, <laughs> that's think, gotta uh, be. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's let's. Pivot and I say this the most sarcastic way possibly. <laughs> uh, that's the greatest thing that uh, George Lucas ever I did. I will was... find you and hurt you. He ripped off an old Japanese film and made it in space. Actually, the greatest <laughs> thing he ever did was a film called American Graffiti, released 1974. Um... Oh, it inspired Kevin Smith to write clerks? <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, no, 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 that's not what inspired No, it, he was inspired by a um, has... uh, fucking, what's the Linklater movie? Yeah, uh, I think he says both, but I can't remember what the Linklater movie is. It's fucking Slackers, that's what it's called. Uh, Slackers, yeah. yeah, there you go. What's next? <laughs> okay, uh, so first main story of the night. Wow. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to cut some shit off, because this is not going to get a three-hour show. Yeah, uh, okay, I've already cut some stuff. Uh, I'm on okay. Yeah, this will be fun. Uh, so FX has ordered a pilot for Why the Last Man, uh... Uh, Michael Green uh, from American Gods, Logan, and Blade Runner 2049, and uh, Ada Mashaka Kroll. That's uh, a pretty good list. Uh, from Luke list. Cage and Turn. Mm-hmm. Turn is the mm-hmm. is that the British spy show on is AMC? The, yes, the uh, Revolutionary uh, War show. Yeah. Okay. They are to be showrunners on the project if it goes beyond a pilot. Uh, with a bunch of other producers, someone from American Crime Story. That could be good. I don't know what P.O.S. Pose is. Uh, someone from Hunger Games and Brian K. Vaughn, of course, is part of it. Um, That's such a weird yeah. like balance of like of content. Mm-hmm. We have this guy who worked on Logan and all this shit, and also we well, have yeah. a guy from Turner. How many of you guys have read Why the Last Man? I have not. Uh, I know. Uh, I haven't, but I know the life. basic idea. Okay, so... Um... If it, has anybody else besides me or no? No, no. Yeah. I've never read it. So the world is kind of like Logan. Kind of makes sense because mm-hmm. it's literally like, all right, today every single human, every single man on Earth, just drops like immediately just drops dead. Mm-hmm. That's the entire start of. So it's like today, but obviously it was written like ten years ago. 
and there's a ton of interesting concepts. Right. So, like, it kind of makes sense in this kind of, like, world that we are currently living in. Mm-hmm. But, like, it is a long story. And I think it could work. It only works as a miniseries. Um, very unassuming. Like, you're, you're, I think the character's name is Yorick. Mm, yep, Yorick. And, like, there's, like, five main characters. It's him, his sister, his mom. And his monkey. Uh, his monkey, his girlfriend, who's, like, on a side story that we flashed towards. Um, I can't remember the Secret Service agent. She's the only female Secret Service agent. And those are, like, all your characters. And everyone else they just kind of run into and then leave. And it's kind of a very Walking Dead where, like, mm-hmm. a lot of the good parts of the story is, like, how the world is trying to react. Because it's like, oh, you're in the United States. The entire government falls apart because there's, like, five female senators. There's, like, two uh, congresswomen. And then the entire government doesn't exist. And also, huh. like, every single, like, job that's, like, shitty but, like, kind of is necessary, like, garbage men. There's, like, no garbage men. There's, like, no plumbers. Like, all the infrastructure in the entire world just kind of, like, stops. Wow. So, like, basically, we're saying if all the men died, women couldn't carry on. Well, well I no, mean... It's not that women whoa. can carry on. It's that they're, they're <laughs> I mean, if, if this gets made fast enough, there will be a joke on screen where it says, uh, Betsy DeVos, new president. Uh, so, uh, get oh, ready for that. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I think she's the first in the line of succession, right? Yeah. Who's a woman? If I, yeah, if all the men died, I think she would. Um, yeah, god damn it. Wow, that's well, scary. Because if you ever watched that Keeper Sutherland show, like the uh, the survivor, I can't remember what they call it, where like they put someone in a special place, there's probably a congresswoman that gets put somewhere. Yeah. Wow, like a really a smart con- woman will be paired with Betsy DeVos <laughs> in, this, in this world, and she'll be forced to be vice president. There is a lot of like fucked up shit to go. Oh, I missed one character. There is a scientist, an Asian scientist. The oh. Secret Service agent is a black woman, and the scientist is, <clears throat> I think, Chinese or Japanese. He's just Chinese. Hmm. It goes like into these really fucked up areas. Like There's... um like a weird cult of Amazonian kind of characters where they cut off their, one of their breasts, like in the kind of historic text, the text that they do so they can shoot bows better. Like Whoa. people go fucking bananas. Like it is really a fucked up comic. Hell yeah. I mean, it sounds very Mad Max ish. Yeah. Um, it delves into what happens to the prisons, what happens to astronauts. Damn. And uh, what's it called? I haven't read it, but actually my roommate has it and he's been telling me I can grab it and read it soon. So, it's very, very it's awesome. Yeah, I should probably give it a read. And I'm gonna—I—I I, the, I didn't list the director before. I'm gonna list off some of her credits. Um, uh, it's a lot of music videos. Uh, Beyonce's Formation—I've never seen that. Uh, I think that's the one where they're in like military gear. I think it is. Uh, well, sure. I mean, so she and got the aesthetic more... down. She has the. <laughs> Uh, Master of None is okay. Master of None and Insecure are her biggest TV credits. Um, I haven't seen either of those shows necessarily, but I've seen like trailers. So she has a style, which is interesting, um, and it's very fitting with FX. Uh, I don't know. Based off of what you've told me and what I know already, I'm interested in this. Um, we'll see if they My, go past a pilot. I guess I, FX seems like the right place because yeah. Not overly violent. It's not overly sexual. It's, mm-hmm. but it's a long. Like if I was to guess, 
like how long that story would take place. It's like five to seven seasons. Yeah. Like there is a lot of story there because it's kind of like there's arcs within it. You know, there's obviously like different things that they did trades of, mm-hmm. but like you kind of follow the character, but it's really not a. He's kind of the central character because he's literally the last man on Earth, mm-hmm. but no one knows that he exists. So everywhere he goes, there's like kind of they have to hide that he's a man. Like he cross dresses a lot or hides his face in gas masks because they don't know what killed all the men right. for like a really long time so they have no idea if he like breathes air that he'll die so he's in a gas mask for a shit ton of time like in the beginning of the story um, and then it gets into weird sort of religious stuff at the end which is interesting but like yeah it's ethics would be interesting since because of Legion I think that they could do this right I mean, it's so out there. It's so yeah. Weird. Well, I I want this I want this to happen because one like because of the 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 comic media bubble, I suppose. Like, mm-hmm. I think more people have to be aware. Like, it's not just superhero shit. Like, there's oh, lots right. yeah. of stuff out there. I mean, like, yeah, like, lots really, of this is the better stuff. Like, I mean, you yeah, got shit like more, uh, this is the more like uh, deep headed stuff. Like, yeah. yeah, this is like kind well, of I like mean, uh, American Gods, which one these people were on. Um, it's yeah. kind of in that weird trippy, a like, trippy and a not like acidy where there's different shapes. Like Legion's kind of that trippy, like you know what's mm-hmm. going on. It's trippy in that like it's a post-apocalyptic, but in a weird kind of different way where everything's not dirty. Like right. nothing is like super dirty. It's like this other kind of thing. Well, I mean, quiet, think quiet, ap- like... quiet apocalypses are my favorite. Yeah, yeah, th- I would say that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what, say, that's as far what... as like the comic book thing goes, like you know, people don't like you know, people are all up in like, oh Heath Ledger won a posthumous um, fucking uh, Oscar right, for yeah. his portrayal of the Joker. It's like, but what people don't realize is before that you had uh, Road to Redemption, which is based on a comic book. Yeah. 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 That's it's really that, that was an yeah. Oscar-winning movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, you know, as far as legitimacy goes to like comic book movies, it's yeah. kind of already been there. Yeah. It's like it's, it's now, been le- there, but there's a there's still a large collection of people, even in the fucking industry, who is like, it, it, they're like, no, it hasn't. It's never been mainstream. Like, I mean, <laughs> now it is. Like James Cameron has a quote where he's like, uh, they're like, hey, you want to do a Star Wars or a superhero movie? He's like, no, I don't want to labor in somebody else's house. Yeah. Well, like, was okay. it he signed on to do a Spider Man <laughs> yeah. movie at some yeah, point? Yeah. Exactly. So the man who was going to do it with uh, <laughs> people from was Entourage, too. and that wasn't real. Um, yeah. No, yeah but in Entourage, think... it was Aquaman. Yeah. But he was signed on to do. Like, right after Terminator 2, he basically had the ability to do whatever he wanted. Like, and he and, wanted to do Spider-Man. Yeah. He chose True Lies, though, because Arnold said, I really like what goes on with this character. So that's why he I don't want... No, no Arnold said, I do not want to play Peter Parker. Parker. I don't think I look good in the glasses. <laughs> and Arnold, Arnold was also too busy telling the producers of Predator 2 that he wanted way too much money. Mm-hmm. I would I want to be a Goblin. Yeah. Yeah. We won't talk about that movie today. Um, 
fuck were we? Um, yeah, no, more, like I said, I, I don't have much to say about the, of this, like, because I've never read the comic, so I can't really commentate too much, but, like, no, I'll, uh, I'll take, I will gladly like take more stuff like this. I would say, like, for a production standpoint, it's not an expensive show to make. Like, there's not mm-hmm. a ton of special effects except for dead bodies, which they can really get past very early on, like, in the first couple episodes. But, like, most of the movies are just them walking and, like, having to deal with shitty people. Or, like, mm-hmm. not even shitty people. There's this very underlying part of it, which will be interesting if they do it, which is the sex. Right. So there is a world where there are no men. It's all women. Oof. And people are horny. Yeah. And transgenderism is a huge, I think that's the right word, is a huge part of the story. Like, conceptually, huh. Huh. the background, what yes. happens. Yes. Oh, I can't wait to see people get mad about this. Yeah. yeah. People are going to get angry about a lot of things. I, I cannot wait. I fucking oh, my know. God. It's just liberal propaganda. Oh, my God. It's, it's a huge plot point in the beginning where, like, they're, like, when he gets right into people, like, what are you, like, you're just one of those, like, girl dudes or whatever? And they, like, check him in, like, when they see that he has a real dick, they're, like, they lose their fucking mind because it's been, like, years since all men have died. Wow. It's just shit. This will be an interesting show, that's for sure. I'm just going to slam by both sides. No, I mean, if they do it right, it sounds like it could be amazing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's going to be some... This is going to be the most fucking edgelordy political I've ever sounded, but who cares? This is going to (laughs) probably piss off some feminists. This is probably going to piss off some fucking conservatives, too. Yeah, probably. It looks... From what I hear, it sounds like it's uh, poised to piss off everybody, which is great. That's I mean, the concept of it. You're allowed to get pissed off at stuff. I'm not condemning that. I'm just saying this is probably some risky content to put on television. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100% it is. There's definitely like stuff in there. But the, the funny part of the whole basis, especially early on, is he has a longtime girlfriend that he's in the process of proposing to when everything goes down. Mm. So the last guy on Earth trying to deal with the fact that he's in love with this woman who he just sort of tried to propose to, but she's on another continent, and then he's the last dude on Earth having to deal with any woman he crosses is trying to jump, jump. Right. Around. Yeah, everything oh, about yeah, this sounds gonna good make some to me. This is like off. this is this is like a grand scale version of the fucking old boy elevator scene. Yeah, kind of. I no, mean, it's, which, 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 by the way, plays out very uncomfortable nowadays. Put that movie on, like yeah, Jesus Christ. Not as uncomfortable think... as the remake, though. Um, uh, everybody dies. Um. <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. Do we have any like final thoughts on? Why the last man? That, I guess that's it. All right, I'm I'm for it. Yeah. All it's right. Better that Jay Miller is not part of it. Yeah. It's at least gonna be interesting. All right. Uh, so our fi- our one our final main story at least. Uh, so I'll I'll read this article because it it's fucking insane. Uh, Marvel Comics has revealed the origin of its newest ghostwriter, Frank Castle. <laughs> <laughs> this particular or iteration of the Spirit of Vengeance is a key character arc in the new comic book Thanos. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> Frank Castle plays a wise-cracking cosmic ghostwriter of the future who's been around for less than or less than a year and he's about to headline his own title. So basically, he is a space ghostwriter who meets a younger version of himself at some point. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm in. All right. Someone... I like how I like how Frank Castle is like this this slate that they can throw ridiculous shit at. Yeah, because like, he's so fucking ridiculous to begin with. Cuz like I'm sorry, like I we've been we've been saying this for months. There is nobody in the Marvel universe has any business giving Frank Castle the war machine suit. 
No. You are fucking brain dead if you get, like, why would you give Frank Castle a walking arsenal? Yeah. He already is a walking arsenal. You didn't need to level him up. I'll, I'll say this, though. This makes more sense, though. <laughs> this made far more sense to me, just on a yes. basic level. Also, hey, he's also hey. a herald of Galactus, which, again, way cooler. Yeah, because this this means he's 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 serving somewhat of an order, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Like, like, he has a purpose. Like, Frank Castle as Frank Castle is, like, I mean, like, I have a purpose, but it's a never-ending purpose. And, like, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep doing it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but now he has, like, a so reason... Punisher is the easiest character to kind of throw in these things because he's so his rules are so rigid that he you know who he is so Mm -hmm. then you can fit other things around him. So him being Ghost Rider makes so much sense. His his rules are so rigid that when he breaks one of them, you're like, holy fuck. (laughs) Yeah, but he like he's he doesn't really break them all the time. But like you know who he is. He's a soldier on a mission to do a thing. And he does it, and he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, because... I think, like, one of the best Frank Castle character modes was Cap's beating the fuck out of him, and, like, Cap's like, fight back! He's like, no, against you? Oh, no. in um, Civil War? Yeah. yeah. That's one of my favorite like, things. Absolutely he... not. No, my favorite part is he walks in the room, and it's, I can't remember who the two villains are, but they're two shitty Spidey villains. He, like, throws Spider-Man on the table because he saved them. He's and like, he sees them, And he just sees them, and he just shoots them both in the head. And Cap's like, what the shit? And he's like, they're villains. <laughs> what did you expect? It's literally like his point, and Cap's like, I know that you're right, but like, we can't do it with you. He just tells him to leave, and he's just like, okay, I'm gonna go continue to do my thing. Yeah. <laughs> Captain America, who has the physical ability to stop him at any time, is like, just go away. <laughs> and that whole Civil War thing, there's only two characters that ever get that treatment. It's him, and Moon Knight. And those are the only characters that get that, like, why? Like, Moon Knight's the best. Get away from here. Moon Knight's well, awesome. the Moon Knight issue in Civil War is that both guys, Cap and Iron Man, go to him and they're like, he's like, oh, you want to recruit me? And Cap's like, no, I want you to go away. Like, you need help. Like, <laughs> he nope, sends him to L.A. Near me. <laughs> Please stay as far away from this conflict as possible. I heard you have a guy's face in your medicine cabinet. Please leave I feel my like. I feel like that should have happened more across the Marvel Universe. Like, Cap and Iron Man both, like, even be- making sure they're aware, like, before this gets going, let's go around the neighborhood and tell certain individuals to n- please not participate. Well, I, I've always had that idea. <laughs> you don't need your kind of shenanigans. Like, I feel like Punisher could, in the end, be the greatest villain, like, kind of, in quotes, in the Marvel Universe. Because he could, if he just started recruiting other people, he could just build an army and then lead them to, to end all crime and be oh like, Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Kind of fast. No, he would. Frank Castle would. Dark Knight returns it so fast. Uh, yeah. People wouldn't be able to blink. I'm surprised that no one has done that story. Like, have what Frank Castle people will follow me. Oh shit. Yeah, like have Frank Castle like pick up like uh, like Taskmaster and um, <laughs> and fuck, what's his name? A uh, Bullseye. That's his first two guys, and just like work on building. Like, I think I, you could, I, th- I think you could probably destabilize a nation with just those three. Yeah, and I would actually say Wolverine. Would- like, oh, well, now it's broken. Now it's <laughs> Yeah, I mean... Like, Hunter was just telling us about the... the uh, there's, a, there's a Ghost Rider uh, Wolverine uh, Punisher comic. Fucking great. <laughs> I gotta read that. My it's fucking raddest shit ever. Besides my favorite Punisher thing, my favorite Ghost Rider scene ever is during uh, World War Hulk. Yes! When the, 
when uh, Doctor Strange is like, oh my god, the ghost, you see like the ghost rider, it's like three panels, he's just like riding. And it's like, Hulk is just standing there, it's like, you know, there's like nothing we have that can just decide how strong ghost rider is. He just stops in front of yes. Hulk, gets out, and stares at him and goes, you're like, like I can't remember what the line is, he's like, you're innocent, and it gets back on his bike and like, pieces out. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I approve of your mission. Well, no, they have a giant fight first, though. They, have, like, they no, tear right. up New York. I don't think so. I think that's a different book. I think in the Civil or no, World War Hulk story, they literally meet for like three seconds, like one panel. Ghost Rider says like one line and just leaves. No, Ghost Rider throws a subway at him. <laughs> You're misremembering him. He I'm throws gonna... a subway card at him, and then he runs away because basically Johnny takes control of the writer. Um, it's when the writer shows up. Like, the writer... Oh, sn- he gets, like, snapped out of it, and the writer's like, you are not guilty. And then he, like, rides towards the Illuminati. Um, because that's a thing that needed to happen. Uh, but yeah, no, that's a fucking great issue. If you've never read it, it's... I think it was a Ghostwriter issue. I can't remember if it was one of the main... Yeah, it's... No, it's a Ghostwriter issue. It's yeah. one issue to the World War Hulk. Yeah, it's during the whole thing where the devil was in 666 pieces, and, like, every time he killed a piece of the devil, the, the, the other pieces would grow stronger. Uh, because comics uh so yeah that's a fucking cool issue though because as like you said like dr strange is like we don't know how powerful he might be he might be our only chance uh and then he just turns turns on them so pretty good issue pretty good comic um yeah um uh what's funny we haven't mentioned the one uh the famous ghost rider and punisher panel where ghost rider tries using the pen and stare on frank and frank's like nah yeah. Oh yeah, I'm looking. I'm... You're right. He throws a subway at him, and then he just like then the rider takes over and it's like, yeah, you're good, and pieces out. Yep, that's just gives cool. him a look. <laughs> it's just is like awesome. um, and he just drives away. Yep. Yeah. But I do what? have to say, as someone who bailed on Marvel ten ish years ago, um, after Brand New Day, another story that involved Mephisto, <sighs> this is the first story that's actually kind of got me being like. <sighs> I think I might dive back into Marvel, like, with this story, because it involves two of my favorite characters. Like, that time, um, I loved Ghost Rider. I like the idea of the, um, it brought up, like, that there's multiple Ghost Riders for each religion. I thought that was such a cool idea. Mm. Um, there was, like, a I, Hindu Ghost Rider. Yeah, there was a time when there was, like, well, because, to get into it, there was, like, they found out that Ghost Rider isn't actually a demon, he's an angel. It was very spawn. Very spawn. Ah, okay. Um, and that there are other ghost riders from different religions, and each religion had its own spirit vengeance. Is one of them Angela? Um, from spawn? Yeah. <laughs> no, because no, Angela's in the Marvel Universe now. You don't remember this? What? No. Neil Gaiman sued for the rights to Angela, and then he gave Angela to Marvel as a Why? big oh fuck you to Todd McFarlane, because he created Angela. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, and based on the rules of Image Comics, he had the rights. Yep, but he had to sue for it. He sued Todd for a bunch of money, and then he gave a pretty big character from Spawn, if I understand correctly, mm-hmm. <laughs> to Marvel, which is why she was in Guardians, and she had a girlfriend in Guardians for like a long time, and people are not still not very happy that her girlfriend has not returned. So, 
Yeah, that's a thing that's been going on. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like she's not. She's even. She's she's important <clears throat> to that fucking HBO animated special from years ago. <clears throat> Dude, the fucking HBO Spawn series is amazing. Yep. That's what I was referring to. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. I don't remember having a proper ending though. It's like they call it seasons, but it's like three. It's three runs of like three ninety-minute movies. Hmm. It works like Sherlock does. Like Sherlock's like season like there's like three episodes with like an hour and a half long each. Yeah, I mean, like the Spawn series is that is uh that and Batman the animated series are the only reasons I got Amazon Prime. <laughs> That's a good reason to have Amazon Prime. Uh... Yo, man. Well, two things. One, if you haven't watched the Tick, I know I shared the video of Jackie Earl Haley on the Tick. Uh, he's I, you, hilarious. Keep, you keep posting things. Well, I keep trying to look at him. My computer keeps trying to open Internet Explorer. So, so. Jackie, Jackie, Earl, Jackie, Jackie Earl Haley played the terror on the tick. He's the big bad. Um, it's really short. They only did they did two half seasons, like 12 episodes. It was really good. It's not the, what's his name from Seinfeld tick. Right. It's more than. I know. Like, I, I guess that's the, my problem with the new tick series. It's yeah. really right. good. Actually, I have several problems with the new Tick series. My, my problem is One, I didn't think it was that good, but that's that's my that's me. So, I like uh, well, that was kind of me. I didn't I didn't get drawn into it. Um, but yeah, like yeah. the costume, it's like I think it looks worse than I, the uh, old series. As a parody of modern comic books, I think it works as like a visual joke. Um, I actually I, like the pilot costume more because I get it. It's like it's the Dark Knight costume. It's just like Dude, I I I loved I loved the Patrick Warburton costume. Yeah, but that's even though it didn't have the eyes and everything. Right. It's like, did you just kind did of you just like finish the show? Uh, I tried. I tried. Okay, I tried the second so half of the second half so of the first hard. season gets so much more into the parody. Because oh. like when they introduce the one the dog it, now there are some good the, like I, well, I will agree there are some good things about the uh, Amazon series. Yeah, I just I don't know for some reason I just watch it like I'll cut it on, I'll be sitting on my couch and I will fucking fall asleep. Hearing that it goes more into the parody stuff in the second half actually makes me want to go back and try again because it started to really I started to get real bored of the I'm trying to find the terror storyline uh, oh, that got real irritating can I give me. you one, one scene that you'll probably like because they do a very um, they do a scene from uh, what's the movie that J.K. Simmons won the Oscar for oh uh, Whiplash they do a scene where Jack Hill is trying to learn the drums and has a guy trying to teach him but he's the terror <laughs> god damn god. it see I uh, like that's like know. that character. He's like the ultimate bad guy, but he gets that he's like in a comic book and like right. I kind of refer to that. And he's just like, yeah, like that's the whole point. Life is pointless. I'm yeah. trying to make. He he um, was the best part of the pair of the show yeah. from what I saw. Every episode. Of this. I mean, maybe I'll maybe I'll give it a second try, but yeah. uh, anyways, anyways like, for me. To get back to that Spawn HBO series, it ended where Spawn knocked up his ex-wife. Oh, that's right. Wait, what? She was... Oh, it's... yeah, that's right. Wait, he... wait, can you really call it an ex-wife? Oh, okay, no, no, okay. We need to like we need to go back to step one here. Spawn knocked oh, that, up his that, ex-wife. 
Do you yes. mean spawn the ghost entity? Yes. <laughs> Not to... so, okay, can I, I'll explain. Spawn uses Suit's powers to make himself look like Terry, his okay. best friend who married his wife after he died, and then had sex with his wife, I guess his ex-wife, because he's dead, and then she got pregnant. And then her blind grandmother is like the one, or someone's blind grandma is like talking to Spawn, and kind of says that like it's kind of the antichrist almost and then it kind of ends that's like the end of the show i'm gonna i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that that's kind of rape (laughs) right let me disguise myself as the person you're married to i mean this was uh, 1997 let's 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 look at both sides this like there's no win here because if he walks indoors terry like you said good point um, but if he walks in the house and says, hi, I'm the bacon strip that used to be your husband, Al Simmons, back from the fucking dead, let's have sex. Um, or he just disguises himself as like, regular look, look, I am, uh, I am Sir part, Crispy, the first night of Satan. Uh, <laughs> let me fuck you. All right? I, do, I do believe at some point in the kind of, let's say, lovemaking scene that she refers to him as Al. Like, so, so she realizes that he's not Terry. Right. And that's how they kind of get around the, the rapiness. But that's weird, too. <laughs> what a that's weird fucking show. Too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's incredibly... Back in the late 90s, like, shit got wild. This is some American Horror Story bullshit. Yep. Oh, uh, it's all right. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm like, not gonna lie, like, um... Okay, so the art style of, say, Ren and Stimpy mixed with the art style of, uh... The Spawn animated series is kind of where, like, I draw a lot of my inspiration from when I draw and stuff like that. Oh, where are we going here? I have no idea. Well, I look back on it now and I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. My inspirations are horrible people. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) I wouldn't say Todd McFarlane's a horrible person. No, 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 actually. He's a very good artist. If you ever yeah. watch videos of him drawing, like Todd McFarlane, I I love Todd McFarlane. He's not a horrible person by any stretch of the imagination. How many comic artists do you see on like Facebook being like, "Hey, here's how I do this. Everybody yeah. can do this. This is exactly how." Well, I'll tell you what he's not doing. He's not showing off his his creation of the pouch. Okay, that's what he's not doing. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> the pouch is the best. We all know the pouch is what's going to take Hollywood by storm next. I'm okay with it, though. I'm going to be so okay with the pouch. He's going he's gonna to be all up next to uh, Dude, Deadpool. I don't, care, I don't care if it's a fucking short film, okay? <laughs> We so do much. need it, and you know what? I will give I'm it sorry, to no. Liefeld. I will give it to Liefeld on this one. I want that is to self-deprecating humor. No, what's best here's, about it is here's that I want to make this. There's no hands and feet. Like, here's, want... here's who I want to make this metaphorical uh, pouch movie. The guy who made Rubber, the movie about the killer tire. Yes. Oh God. Yes. Yes. Oh, no. perfect. I mean, no, Rubber no. is a terrible it's movie, that. but that that it would is. be great. It's rubber a... is not a terrible movie. Well, it's yes, it's bad. a terrible. No, it's a no, bad movie. Well, it's intentionally bad. I had to like, watch it in two parts. But it's intentionally bad in a mean spirited way. Okay? <laughs> it it's like. It's like, this is stupid, and it's so stupid, I'm going to make you sit here and watch all 90 fucking minutes of it, because fuck you. Yep. Oh, and you know what? That's, 
I actually do have a problem with that. Like, um, like the people who make intentionally bad movies. Like, no, no, no. Okay, I'm not giving a pass. These, that doesn't mean I'm giving a pass movies, movies like Sharknado, okay? Right, right, right. No, I get it. And, and that's exactly what I'm saying is that these people that make, like, intentionally bad movies can go fuck themselves because yeah. the reason the reason that these like Ed Wood style movies are sort of cult classics is because they didn't set out to make a bad movie. They set out to make a good movie. And it just happened to be it's, so we've, fucking we've discussed bad. This before we discussed it before with Tommy Wiseau with like either he made a bad movie as sincerely as he could and uh, it's made with nothing but good intentions, so there's no reason to get mad about it. Uh, yeah. And there's movies, like I said, Sharknado, which are made to be like, isn't it so bad right. with a complete lack yeah. of sincerity? Right. But, but I think something like Rubber is a pastiche. It's not necessarily <laughs> taking itself <laughs> that seriously. It's not. It's not. I don't think. Like, it's, no, it's more Black like Dynamite than anything. Rubber is someone sitting in a rocking chair pointing at you going like, I made you watch that whole thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. No. Like. Okay. Yeah. Isn't this yeah, dumb? It's like it's like you sit there and watch. It's like Game Grumps made a video. Mm-hmm. Um. That's just. Okay. It's it's nine minutes. I believe it is. It's nine minutes of just the one one lyric of "Our House" from "Our House Middle Street" by Mad by Madness. Our... It's just that looped. For nine uh, minutes, uh, while several uh, houses uh, kind of go in and out of each other, and then it ends with like eventually the houses become like it ends with like a, a, a very short like buy this mattress ad, and then it cuts to Aaron sitting on the couch and goes, "Babe, we should buy this mattress." I saw it in a commercial. <laughs> We've nine gone very off minutes. the rails. <laughs> okay, uh, so anyways, that sounds red for um, the watch, and I'm glad. Missed it. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Frank is the cosmic ghostwriter, and I might read comics again because of it. So that's hell yeah. Uh, okay, oh, that's like what we're on. I, I might read Marvel like, again because of it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Any final thoughts? I guess on Ghostwriters before we speed through some extras real quick. Nah. All right. I was gonna say the last fucking sounds, comic it's... book run that I collected was Batman and Ninja Turtles. Oh okay. shit. Oh, that's wait, a, that's oh, pretty on, recent, actually. This is where my family died, Raphael. Hunter, Hunter, Arlen, isn't that by that second-rate comic producer, Image? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. No, that was... Well, it's... No, well, no, no, no. That was DC w- Digital w- and IDW. IDW and DC. Yes. Well, yeah, sorry, IDW. Was, yeah, that's what he was talking about, IDW. Well, yeah, Alan, IDW Alan has... is the company that owns all the different toy lines. They basically well, no, do... They own Hasbro, right? That's a joke. Yeah, yeah but they also they also do uh, Doctor Who comics, right? They, well, they, they used to. Stuff. Now, now they're tight. Look, look. If it wasn't for IDW, I couldn't have gotten my daughter into comic book right. anything. Now my yeah, comic, now my daughter loves day. like like because IDW did the My Little Pony comic. That's true. And for a while, my daughter was into My Little Pony, so. Mm-hmm. She got, she kind of got into comic books because of that. Now she'll sit and watch shit like Batman and stuff with me. Damn. Because it's a comic book thing. It's like you know, I'm trying to get. What you need to tell her is that the woman who does the voice for My Little Pony did Raven and Teen Titans. And uh, look, my my Harley, right? 
named. Uh, yeah, she did Harley in one of the movies. My daughter is named after a cartoon character. For Damn. fuck's sake. Good, good on you, Gary. Good on you. Um, Where the fuck was I going? Named with after, uh, I have no idea. Maggie. I was try, I tried getting it out like six times. <laughs> no, no, it was okay. So Alan, so maybe so, the seventh time is no. So, so I got so I I know that I got very angry at Alan because he was listening to one of these ads uh, after darks, and he got angry that we suggested we suggested that DC Comics might be sold to IDW, like. The idea of that made him turn he, like, the show like, off. He was like, insert <laughs> flip table gift. Like, dude, at this point, fucking DC will sell their fucking souls. Right. So well, he got Bro- to be part of something else. Warner Brothers like, will sell everything. Right. Yeah. Alan was up in arms. He's like, he's like, DC Comics to that third-rate comic publisher? We're like, whoa, whoa, Alan, calm down. It's, like, it's, <laughs> it's a <laughs> hypothetical. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I kind of agree with him. The best thing they have going for them is the Power Rangers comic book. I mean, sure. But like the point was that anybody could buy DC. <laughs> like, that story was... And he got hung up the fact that we had the audacity to say, maybe IDW. He, he, like, right. It was like he shot chair from behind him slammed his hands to the table and was like hur, 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 I'm terrible. it's like uh, dude, it didn't it, matter what we I'm used sorry, but at this point dc would sell themselves to fucking uv bowl right god damn uh, okay <laughs> i am i have had it up to here with his name being mentioned in my presence <laughs> you know what i'm gonna do it uv bowl uv bowl uv bowl uv bowl you just summoned him why did you do that you just did, you just didn't understand his vision for House <laughs> of the Dead. Okay, we need to transition into something else. <laughs> so I heard this story about Jason Todd's not in the Batman movie. Okay, no, I, I cut that one out. But if we really want to talk about you it, know we what? can. You know what? No, I was I'm just gonna, trying I'm to gonna do say, like I'm a say one thing. Yeah, I know you were, but I'm going to say one thing. The actual cutting of video game footage oh, into the House of the Dead was fucking inspired. <laughs> that is the only thing. Are that is fucking... the only thing Ubi Bowl ever is this did. The sound that was of me fucking my head down. No, no, no. no, no I'm sorry. Is there a that is button? the. That is the only. Th- Look, the Doom movie could have dealt with that. Like. You know, let's just uh, intercut think, some actual game. I think game. you've had too much. I think you've had too much to drink. Yeah, I think you've had way too much no, to drink, no, no, Gary. No, no. You need to. No, 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 no. That was actually inspired. I, I mean, will give him that. Inspired on the planet Mars, maybe. No, 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 no. no. Oh my like, god. I'm not, no, I'm not saying any of his movies were good in right. any way. But that was an inspired fucking but there moment. Were, but there were good people on both sides, right? <laughs> God damn it. No, no, no. I'm, I, I'm saying God that damn it. Like, there, there was nothing good no, I can't, about I those can't movies. Not. But that was an inspired moment where he's like, you know what? Let's just fucking intercut some guy. You're really not backing down with this. So I gotta, what I, I gathered, this southern man was inspired by a German guy? Maybe damn. Oh, okay. no. All I right. hate Ubi Bowl. Don't, don't get me wrong. Everything he has ever done is fucking awful. I mean, I understand that. I agree. I'm just, I don't know. Of all the things that you could say were inspired in that movie, I, I don't, I don't. The idea that he would intercut gameplay footage. 
mm. was kind of that, that was the only part of that whole entire thing that I was like well, I that's mean kind of maybe because it reminds that. maybe because it reminds you of something that you enjoyed more <laughs> than the actual no, film I, I just thought it was kind of clever I I guess I mean again if you're a Martian, <laughs> if you're on, if you're on another I like, planet, I feel like this is gone off into a whole other realm. Okay, Connor, are you think... there? Because I'm trying to transition. All right, out of this good, I'm trying to help. I know I'm trying to help you. Are we fucking <laughs> done talking about House of the Dead yet? No, I'm. Oh yeah, yes. we're trying to get yes. off of it. Uh, okay, um, let's go to the next thing. Did anybody want to talk about the Jason Todd story? Because I cut it. No. But if, if anybody wanted to, okay. No. No. Because I realized anything DC says doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> anything no, Warner Brothers just, says, it's not real. They now doing first of all, wait, wait, hold on. First of all, this is bullshit because it's already been referenced twice in two fucking movies. Eat shit, Warner Brothers. Like, don't fucking lie to me. Like, yeah, it's it's just that's, yeah. that's your problem. Okay, so I, I'm I don't, just, I don't fucking care what you have to say at this point. Like, stop saying, stop telling us things. <laughs> yeah, stop stop promising us things. Okay, uh, I'm just gonna. I don't, I don't give a fuck what you're doing now. I'm gonna read off the extras headlines and just tell me which one sounds interesting. And if none of them sound interesting, we'll just exit because this has already been a very eventful show. And okay. I have to watch WrestleMania, guys. Right. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Star Trek 4, uh, uh, The Rock might be exiting Fast 9, uh, Spielberg directing The Talisman, possibly, and The Stand is happening as a 10-episode series. Any of those sound interesting? Um, I have The Stand. I'm gonna feel really sorry for Vin Diesel when his, uh, when his Golden Goose decides to go up and make a successful spin-off series. Yeah. But what about Tyrese? With The Stand, how many times have they tried to do The Stand? I, I, the Stand? Like 12 times? I don't know. Well, they've only done to it tie back to, to tie back to another story, like the stand and why the last man are they are very similar. similar. Yeah, they're very similar in a lot of things. So whoever I feel like one of those two, whoever gets their first foot through the door, yeah, maybe will I don't stick. Know. I feel like the stand. I, I feel like walk, with I feel with like a property like the stand and maybe Dune and like um. Other properties like if you can't like Kira, if you can't get a fucking movie made in the time it's taking you to make this movie, then don't do it. I agree. Because clearly you don't have, know what you're fucking doing. So, so I agree, but also, so here's the thing. This is the interesting thing about it. So I'll just combine the Talisman and the Sand because it's, it's Stephen King. Uh, these are the two stories that have the most connection to the Dark Tower. Um, so for me, as the person who was, uh, what should I say? Was damaged, mortally wounded. Mortally wounded. I feel like, this, I feel like uh, the Dark Tower, the stand can really be run as a standalone story, though. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, these are the two stories that, if they're told right, can encapsulate the best parts of Dark Tower in them. Right, like these are the best well, chances we have of getting some version of the story of the Dark Tower in a way that is good in our lifetime. Right, now, Cass, like, well, Cass probably is never going to happen with the Dark Tower. Right, because Circle Back is happening is it, with that. Is it, and, isn't there like a Stephen King universe on Amazon right now? There's the a Casserole. No, they're doing that's a on Hulu. Uh, Stephen King series. That's on Hulu? Okay, same, yeah. same, same yeah. shit. Yeah, so and, and this, that could do something like with that too. that, or is this like a separate thing? This or... is a, so this is, that's the thing. It's so weird. They, I don't know how hulu did it but they got the tv rights to pennywise to uh fucking uh what's a uh, 
everything. To just to like, what, that's the thing. To, it's only a select well, few things, just, though. It's Shawshank. It's like, uh, fucking NBC at this point. Like, uh, Pet Cemetery and um, what's the car? Christine. Uh, yeah, they Christine. did. Christine. They got Christine. Like they got a bunch of these weird ones. It's like again, like I don't know how they got a TV. They got the TV rights to Pennywise at least, or at least to the kids from it. And to me, this show sounds like uh, what's his face from Shawshank Redemption will be visited by Pennywise while he's in jail and make his escape while driving Christine. And that sounds bonkers to me. And please give it to me. Yeah. And it's so weird. No, so, you want as to watch the show where well, all no, the things okay. that Stephen King has ever done just went straight into one plot. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was about to say, it's, uh, the show it's is called, Columbia. what, Castle Rock? Yes. I want to see a crossover between Castle Rock and Narcos. God damn it. That would be interesting. <laughs> um... Yeah, let's just throw some love well, I, th- I, think, I think the Hulu series has a better chance of being a good Stephen King adaptation Possibly. than anything else. I, I agree. Mean, well, I mean, let's face it, like, there are only a few good Stephen King adaptations. I mean, there's The Shining, which is a great well, film. Um, yes, but it's, a sh- but it's a shit. I don't it is care. A terrible. It is a fucking horrible <laughs> Stephen King adaptation. Yeah, but it doesn't need to be. You not like the part where the guy was blowing the other guy with a dog mask on? <laughs> you mean the invention of modern day furries? Oh my god, uh... the best part. <laughs> but no, like, so, I, I agree. Like, it, I'm serious. Like, if you're talking about, like, good adaptations of Stephen King that are faithful to the source material if that's what you're going for if that's your basis my understanding is it's none of them except for like shawshank am i correct like just like no, no, accurate not, and good actually you're not correct I feel like the, uh, the missed, one of the missed the movie is kind of close okay so that's a, that's another one but like how many of them are good and faithful because again like well, i i'm if i'm just saying good i i will still say the shining because it doesn't I need to be faithful. I would actually say uh, Langoliers. Uh, totally Langoliers. That TNT movie that they made back in the 90s. No. no. Like, I Tell like Christine, but my understanding is of Christine is that it's really not that close. It's pretty far. Yeah. Actually, no. Uh, okay. Alright. I love Christine. Cocaine does King. not translate the visual medium. <laughs> no, Cocaine does not translate the shit. But, uh, Christine... Uh, I read the book, then watched the movie. Right. I was sad. If, I was pretty satisfied All right. with. Both. So Carpenter, so Carpenter did a good job. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, but like, I don't. I mean, as far as a silly fucking adaptation of right. a car that's haunted by a spirit that kills things. Yeah. 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 I mean, Carpenter so, did his. Carpenter I mean, for it. fuck's sake! I love Maximum Overdrive. I mean, that's a terrible movie. Why would you? Why would you admit that? Um, but no, like because Emilio because it's got a Emilio. Better. That's true. It does have Emilio. I don't know. Like he uses I, his actual Spanish name, so like, mean, I have to give him props. Josh Boone is not a director right. who I love necessarily, and I'm <sighs> Numians is a story that I'm fascinated by, and I don't know what's happening with that. But he's the same guy. He's been working on the stand for years. Yeah. yeah, but so far the only people that have gotten adaptations of Stephen King right are it's Frank Darabont and Frank Darabont. Definitely not exactly. Stephen King. 
Like, I mean, whereabouts... Just, like, with, yeah, he's involved with this terrible. Well, Frank Darabont, he got, like, the mist. He even knew to change the ending. Right. You mean give it an ending? <laughs> mean when the, you mean when the, the Punisher killed his son and, like, everyone else in the car and just cried? Well, I mean, look... I mean, look at it like this. Frank Darabont made a movie where fucking, uh, what's right. his face? Punisher. Um, Thomas Shane. Believable. And, yeah, Thomas Shane was believable. In yeah. the slightest. For yeah. anything. All right. Frank Darabont has done more for Stephen King adaptations than anybody ever has. That's true. He's done the. I, I, here's the thing. He's definitely has the. He's done more of them than anybody else other than Rob Reiner, who's the only person who's done even close to like n- the numbers. Uh, and he did Misery. With Misery's a great movie. Again, well, would you I mean, say you it's gotta a... take into account now the new It movie, right? Well, that's one movie, which so, I like, thought was fantastic. Like Darabont has four. He's done four of them, right? Again, four. Well, Rob Reiner has uh, done Shawshank. two. Uh, what did Dare do? He did Shawshank. He did Green Mile, didn't he? Can I change our course? Because I feel like we talked about one comic book, and I want to talk about one other comic book that just ended for like two yeah, seconds. But sure. I, I mean, want to go. Uh, the hmm. only thing I want to talk about is, and did any of you finish Batman Metal? No, I, I haven't did, read it, yeah. and it's the only issue I've enjoyed, honestly. I haven't. I, I want to say Batman, read a single uh, issue of Batman Metal. Batman Metal is the greatest cover song of a comic book, like kind of. If you get what I'm saying, I've ever read. It's like Scott Snyder doing his best. Um, fuck, I'm too drunk right now. The what's the Scottish guy? Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison. It's Scott Snyder doing his best Grant Morrison ever. It is like a is like a metal band covering a punk rock song. Yeah, and here's the thing: like the references are too fucking deep for some folk like me, and I just didn't enjoy it. Like it it's, just—it's it's almost like you too... should have read the rest of his oh, Batman run. Almost. Yeah. It's, um, if you did, it's if you almost did, like there's a whole bunch of shit I'm trying to read all at yeah. once, and I can only do so much. It's almost like you should have read his initial Batman run, uh, like around when it was out, and then it's almost like, hey, fuck off. Exactly. No. <laughs> Every single part of his every, entire Batman run. No, like, yeah, that's the thing. His his Batman run like, is not. Batman. His Batman run is very. In, you need to have read all. Of it. Like, okay, no, no, I understood that, and that's not where I have to take problems with the lore issue. Is that the fact that it 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 prattles on about lots of uh, oogie boogie lore pukaki for just seemingly pages and pages. Right, yeah, just that's Grant Morrison. Yeah, like I scream at that Bukaki. It's the, re- it's the re- is the reason I hated the Dark Souls comic, and by all accounts, that I should mean, appeal most to me. And well, I was like, here's like the thing. why are these characters not shutting the fuck up? Here's the thing: like, I have the same Mor- complaint about Grant Morrison's uh, last run on Batman. What was it? Uh, what was the International Batman? Uh, fucking Batman, Batman Inc. Batman Inc. I had a problem with that. I tried reading it because it was well, too deep. Because you needed you to read his entire run on Batman in order see, to get here's it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Go. I think Grant Morrison is a lot like George Lucas. He needs a fucking filter. <laughs> he needs somebody to say, oh, man. "Okay, this is a yeah. great idea." 
You're but so this is not so much a great idea. Yeah. Let's uh. He doesn't need bring this what, back a Rick little Berman? bit. Or not Rick Berman. could do a podcast on Grant Morrison, but uh, I completely disagree. Grant Morrison is like the newest writer to change, to like add something that will never be removed from the like DC mythos. Like, All he's right. Like, Has anybody he, listened to the? Uh, there's a uh, Smodcast. Yeah, right, with Grant Kevin Morrison. Smith. That he interviewed uh, Grant Morrison. Yeah. Oh, I, God. Grant Morrison is such a weird dude. He is like, a weird dude. Yeah. Oh, oh God. He's I like, would love no, to talk about I, this I, on uh, the fucking night, but, like, this, we got to wrap up. Yeah, yeah. we're we way dying. off topic. Uh, okay. Um, fucking God damn it. it. This has been a blast, but I got to work tomorrow, and I have to try to fit in a wrestling event from now until the time I go to bed. <sighs> Gross. I have to be at work at eight, but I gotta work and pick up my kids. So yeah. All right. Well, and Chris is here. So. <laughs> oh well. All right, guys. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I've been Connor McGraw. Um, next episode of Movie Dumpster is Big Bully with Tom Arnold and Rick Moranis. That was oh, a weird. I love that movie. <laughs> God <laughs> fucking damn it! I, can I tell you the movie called The Moonrock? It does, and it also involves the. It, okay, look, if this movie were handled by different people, it'd be really fucking dark. But uh, it's. Dude, I thought it was dark to begin it's with. Shitty, it is. It's, it's a shitty version of Little Giants. It's fucking super dark. Like at some point, Tom Arnold holds some kid's face in front of like a fucking wood grinder and says, "Like always, wear safety goggles or some shit like that," because he's lost his mind. I'm he, like, he, I'm like, that's attempted a... murder. Wow. And look, Little Giants was fucking amazing. Little Giants yeah. is absolutely uh, amazing. If you ever do, not... no. Also, my yeah. wife just finished her round. <laughs> what she if... just works six months at NASA? What if so we travel like, back in all time? over his exit, sort of speech? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that episode's out soon. Uh, recording again sometime soon. Uh, I think one of the upcoming episodes might be the Max Payne movie. So. Oh no! Oh, my heart hurts already. already. So yeah, well, keep an eye out for us there. We don't podcast.com. the whole time you failed me. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I what? I watched Max Payne and I was like, oh, my God, this you is know what? The robot. Marky Mark can't act. This cause. They can't. That's scary, everybody. <laughs> All right, yeah. uh, that is, uh, oh okay, uh, I'm going to try and get through these plugs as quick as I can. Uh, this has been a very rambly episode yes, of... Um... Yeah, and Garrett, next time, you're a three-drink minimum. Yep. <laughs> A.A. Haro on all the places, uh, fuck, I don't care. Lost Haro every week, um, I think our summer preview's coming out, so go listen to that. Uh, at some point, Gary's going to be a guest... Um, I might, I might consider asking you not to drink at all when that happens. Uh, I'm glad that I got to, uh, I don't know, rough draft it here, I guess. So <laughs> look for that. I'm drinking all the way, sir. I have to hardly agree and black lightning matters. Uh, right. don't follow me anywhere. Ever. <laughs> I love the end of these episodes. Hunter like Hunter like pulls his blanket away from his face. He's like, "Leave me alone." But please do join the Church of Davenport, uh, in which I am the the pastor. So go jo- join that. Uh, have fun there. No, I am the pastor. No, I'm you're the, you are a I'm hypocrite. Or not a hypocrite. Or What's it called? You know what? You guys are gonna argue? I'm just gonna be the Pope. 
Hang on. Hang on. You, you can't take over my church, sir. You, or join and join me in the group as a, uh, a secret underground operative trying to destabilize the entire church. It's not even it's a church. It's, it's just, just on It's me every couple months saying part of your praise, <laughs> praise Hunter. <laughs> okay, that was a dynamite reference. This is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. Like we're good on that one. Shit, that's been Lou. Hunter's here. Arlen's here. Uh, anybody else has anything to say? For the love of God, please know. I've been Gary. Uh, this episode isn't I, I may going be up. Gary again sometime soon. I'm right, deleting uh, this episode after we're done recording. <laughs> bye, everybody. Bye. 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 It's been fucking great. <laughs>